Welcome back to Make It Unreal with the Rev. Today we are going to talk about Bliss by Reverend Teresa Heipel, Master of Divinity with Counseling Ministries. Bliss is defined as perfect happiness, great joy. When does Bliss show up? When some happy event shows up. If you married the right person, you are in bliss on your wedding day. It was a perfect day with perfect happiness and great joy. Every child on their birth was bliss. It doesn't matter what else was going on. In that moment in time, when that child arrived on the earth, your whole life changed. In an instant, especially with that first child, your thought was probably something like this. Oh, I am totally responsible for this helpless baby. I now have a great responsibility to raise this child. Matthew 5, 8 in the Passion Translation says, What bliss you experience when your heart is pure, for then your eyes will open to see more and more of God. When are we pure? When we listen to our inner knowing, the Holy Spirit, then we know if what we are doing is right or wrong. Our inner knowing, our soul, will inform us as to what we should be doing or should not be doing. There is a moral compass within. Are you listening to it? When we choose to not listen, then we get into trouble. Trouble within, trouble with the law, for breaking the law, having a grievous offense that is punishable by doing time in jail. There are many instances where we are not in bliss. We need to move toward bliss. When you live in bliss, you find out that everything is working for you. Absolutely everything. Many people, including myself, have seen the results of listening to our soul. Our soul tells us if we are happy or not happy. If we are not happy, we need to look within to find an answer. The answer is not in a bottle of beer, whiskey, or bourbon. The answer is not in getting drunk, stoned, or having unprotected sex. Or as someone recently told me, having 27 beers playing 27 holes of golf. The answer is within. The answer is within as long as the answer is positive. There are some people who have never been guided at having a moral compass due to several circumstances out of their control. It is not an excuse. It is a reason. When we can live with a clean and clear conscience, then we will be living perfectly happy and with great joy. When Jesus was born, there was bliss. Bliss over the devotion as to who this child was. This child was going to be the savior of the world. Think about that. If there was ever going to be a tough job, it was going to be Jesus' job. Jesus had to keep listening. Jesus had to listen to God. Jesus would never have thought of not about not listening to his own soul, for that is where God resides. God resides in our soul. Where is our soul, you may ask? Our soul is within. That within is your subconscious. You are divine. How do I know that? Jeremiah 1.5 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. God knows us before we are born. We are born in his likeness. We have to be divine because God is divine. We are a part of God. 
we are God consciousness. We are not the God. We are divine because we are a part of God. When Christians take the bread and wine and remember Christ's sacrifice on the cross, we are at one with God. That's where the word atonement comes, at oneness. God's presence is within us. We are not eating the literal body of Christ. Some traditions believe that. By now, all the cannibalistic body has been eaten, trust me. You live in bliss when you choose to sin not. You are happy when you do well in life. You are blissful when your children are doing well. Well, you are blissful when your marriage is in great shape or you have a great relationship with your partner, married or not married. You live in bliss when you turn away from a bad habit that has been a habitual way of life for you. You gave up this bad habit because it was not feeding your soul. You give up some habits that may or may not be bad, but that don't serve you in a positive way. It could have been a tradition you have held on to since you were a child. You are not being fed by this tradition anymore and finding that this change does not bother you like you thought it would. It is truly freeing when you don't have to do something you would rather not do as long as it is not hurting someone. Every person has anguish and trouble, even presidents and popes. Those who are the most happy are those who are working in God's favor. That being said, being financially poor does not serve God. Blessed are the poor in spirit does not mean blessed are those who are financially poor. Blessed are the poor in spirit means those who realize that without God, they are nothing, is what that verse says. Without God, you can do nothing. Nothing that will retain much value in your soul. You can be financially wealthy and give a lot of money away for beneficial things and still have a close relationship with God. We forget that the rich are the ones who own the apartment complexes that give people a roof over their heads, the businesses where people are employed and have foundations that give millions of dollars away for noble aspirations. We never need to begrudge the rich. They are providing for those who are not rich. They are providing a service. There is a saying that goes, the more people you serve, the richer you become. Think of Walmart and Sam's Club which were started by Sam Walton. This man was a Christian who saw a need and fulfilled it. Every time I go to my Walmart, that parking lot is full. People are there because they can usually do all their shopping in one place. Walmart has groceries, clothes for the whole family, a business center, sporting goods center, an automotive center, and a pharmacy. You can buy hanging pictures to garden supplies to home goods. It makes sense to stop at one place and get all the shopping done that you can. Then you can live in bliss knowing that your time is well spent. Amen. Questions for reflection. When have you lived in bliss? How can you have a more blissful life? If you are not living in bliss, what needs to change? Are you willing to work on changing that one thing? Just take one small step. If you are willing, you will need to break it down step by step. Do not think you are going to get a new goal done with the snap of a finger. If we don't have bliss and can't figure it out, it could actually lead us to becoming bored, which is the next subject in the series. If you are enjoying the series, I encourage you to get the written 
script over on Amazon.com in the search bar. Type in Naked and Real with the Rev, and all my ebooks will pop up. Thank you for listening. Have an awesome day. God bless.